What's up guys, Carmine here, and in case you didn't know, HBO just released our first look at House of the Dragon with a pretty badass trailer, and I gotta say, they've got me pretty hyped. I know a lot of people love to say they won't be checking this out because of the last two seasons of Thrones, and that's a shame because they'll definitely be missing out. Now, one thing I noticed about the trailer is that I really like the emphasis on the Iron Throne conversation again. It's all anybody talked about in this trailer. Taking the throne, inheriting the throne, having sex with it. It's Iron Throne all day. But that seems like... It seems like it's by design, and especially from the higher-ups at HBO. One of the reasons they passed on the original prequel, Blood Moon, is because they didn't get the same feel watching it when they did the first season of Game of Thrones, and that's what they're going for here, and I kind of agree. I remember watching the first season with a bunch of friends who didn't read the books, and this was one of the main questions that kept a lot of them hooked. Who's going to end up on the throne at the end of the day? And once again, that question is front and center, and this time, there are no White Walker side quests to interfere with that. As cool as they were for like at least two-thirds of the series, the finale to that storyline was so lackluster that it became so forgettable and nobody ended up really caring that much anymore. But in this trailer, we get, I would say, half of our main characters in a focus on their stories and problems. Hell, I would even argue that this is Rhaenyra or her faction's trailer with how much of a focus it is on her claim and her side of the story. We get King Viserys Targaryen, who has no male heirs, yet and him hesitating to choose between his brother Damon, played by Matt Smith, and his daughter Rhaenyra, played by Emma Darcy. Viserys' storyline would be juggling between his brother, daughter, and new wife Alicent's ambitions and what they want while trying to keep everything together. Then you have Damon, who is passed over as heir to the Iron Throne and is going off, throwing a tantrum, starting wars on disputed territories, and on two occasions in this trailer, issuing soft challenges to the status quo. And then, of course, Rhaenyra struggling with taking the throne from those who oppose her, and author questioning if anybody would accept her rule because she's a woman, something her aunt loves to remind her in every trailer we've gotten so far. And other important characters do show up from time to time in the trailer, specifically Alicent, who, in the show, is Rhaenyra's bestie, and then slowly becomes her nemesis. We also have Alicent's son, Aemon One-Eye, who I call Chad Chin because that fucking chin is just... Damn, that's a man-chin! Her father, Otto, who is supposed to be a Tywin-esque figure, and Kingsguard Christian Cole, who has a much bigger role than normal Kingsguard would have. And all these characters serve in their own faction against Rhaenyra. There isn't much of an emphasis placed on them as I would like, but I expect the next trailer may focus on them because they will serve a bigger role as well. We also get very little from the Valerians, and they haven't really been the stars from any of the footage we've seen so far. They appear here and there and they get a line or two, but... They are an important house allied with the Targaryens, Daemon and Rhaenyra specifically, so you'd think they'd also share a good chunk of the spotlight, but so far they haven't. And of course, we gotta talk about the dragons. Now, I wanna wait until the show is out to have a definitive say on this, but so far, they look okay. And I know it's incredibly hard to make mythical creatures look realistic, especially ones this big, but so far everything looks fine. But I think the main thing that really stands out to me is the scope of it all. We get multiple locations and events all going down in the trailer, which is exactly what we need from a Game of Thrones prequel. They need to give us more locations than King's Landing and Dragonstone. Specifically because in the Fire and Blood history book, that's where the story mostly takes us, for the most part at least. It's especially in these early moments before the Civil War breaks out. Keep in mind that this is all based on the Fire and Blood history book, and in Unlike Game of Thrones, we don't have smaller interaction moments between the characters. We have major historical beats for them, but not smaller intimate moments, so a lot of liberties will be taken with the character interactions. Hell, you could even argue that some of it may be a bit fillery, 
But in this case, it's very necessary to fill out the story. And I'll be honest, after the last two seasons of Game of Thrones, that sounds horrific, but one of the reasons why Dave and Dan failed in their finale was the lack of scenes to draw from since they ran out of books. However, at the same time, some of the best moments in the earlier seasons were completely made for the show itself. One example of this would be the scene between Robert and Cersei, and it's a huge fan favorite, it's my favorite from season one, a scene between two non-point-of-view characters, and it feels like it fits in the story seamlessly. Same with the moments between Tyrion and Arya in Season 2, and that's one of my favorite scenes as well, as well as the infamous Chaos is a Ladder speech with Littlefinger and Varys. All great moments that are completely original to the show, and for the main purpose of filling out the episode, of course, while at the same time giving the audience a sense of these characters, who they are, and their motivations. So take from that what you will. But overall, everything does look good so far, and I am very hyped for the show. If you'd like a much more detailed scene-by-scene -scene breakdown, then you're in luck because... We will be doing that very shortly on the Thrones podcast and discussing where the series can go. A recent article came out has stated that it could run for three to four seasons, which is a bit of an issue in and of itself, but we'll discuss it. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching, and if you enjoyed, please hit that like and subscribe button and that bell notification as well. And as always, I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.